Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. <sighs> That's good. Today is Tuesday, September 20th. Beautiful September. And are there better things in the world than having a cup of coffee and the grape barber in the morning? Maybe not better, but equivalent. Ah. Perhaps we should just sit here quietly. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling a little tired. Um, Brains are leaking out of my head at this point. Revision process is coming along. Um, it's not blazing along. I could wish that it was going faster. Um, but it is what it is, right? Um, I might be screaming it under the wire more than I thought I was going to on this one. But, well, I'm halfway. I'm halfway. So, actually, I've been doing two days out of four days of revision, right? Or have I been doing... See, I can't remember if I've been doing... Oh, no. So, I've been doing three days so far, and I'm halfway. But, yeah. Um, one thing I'm concerned about is I think I talked about this that I have included POVs from Nick and Gabriel in this book as well and they're kind of um, meanwhile back at the ranch type POV bits and I think what I'm going to have to do I'm not having a problem with the revision of smoothing Jadrin and Sully's POVs and everything that's going on with them. I can hold that in my head, but I think what I'm going to have to do is read Nick and Gabriel's chapters uh, or portions uh, in sequence to get those right because I feel like um, I'm repeating on those. I'm also concerned that I... Oh, very beautiful bird must be passing through on migration because that's not a bird that we normally have here. Oh, and it's a pear. Very beautiful yellow orange with a yellow beak. Not sure what they are. They're here for the grapes. I didn't harvest all of the grapes. So anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I'm worried also that I have something, I have Nick say and think something that's out of character and I'm going to have to contemplate that and a, a little bit worried about the overall arc and whether I have all the details in there. Um, yeah, Corrine says it's fine. I should probably trust that, but I, I suspect that my obsessing is part of the process where I'm just worried about those details right now. Uh, I keep thinking about asking somebody for 
who's like read the series a few times to do an intense beta read, an intense overnight beta read to tell me if like there's any plot points I've forgotten. And actually, I just thought of a way to um, deal with that. Maybe Nick being out of character. The thing is, is Nick has changed, right? She's a very different person than she was at the beginning of the books. And she thinks differently now than she did. Gabriel has changed some. He's learned to embrace himself in many ways, though he still struggles. Uh, but you know, Nick has mellowed considerably. When I saw some review, did I tell you all about this? Um, oh, the, actually the, this is different, but when I was checking, I think when I was setting things free <clears throat> and I went to the Apple platform and there's this review on Apple and there's only like five reviews on Apple and just one is highlighted and for Dark Wizard and it's a two star review and it says, um, it was okay, I guess. Um, I had a hard time keeping track of all of the different villains and I got confused. <laughs> and it was like, I'm not even sure who all the villains would be in this scenario, uh, which may explain why the reader had a hard time keeping track of them. But uh, it's kind of funny because there's one review site that keeps tagging me with a review of Dark Wizard. So like when Dark Wizard was free, you know, they kept popping it into like my Twitter feed, you know, saying, oh, we reviewed this book and it's free. And I'm like, I'm not going to share this review people because even though it's a four star review, it's nice. The reviewer did not like Nick and thought that Nick, um, you know, everybody's like, oh, I love Gabriel. He's a cinnamon roll hero. And you know, yeah, we love Gabriel, but they're like, I got frustrated with Nick because she, you know, for all that she's supposed to be really savvy, she made stupid decisions. And I get, I've ranted about this before on here. I get tired of people being so judgmental of female protagonists. Um, there's just these really different expectations for them. And I feel like maybe, maybe I didn't do my job as a writer, but I feel like people don't really understand, you know, that Nick fully expected to become her father, that had Nick remained on her same trajectory, that if she had become a wizard, she would have become exactly like him, that she would have been um, a horrible, megalomaniacal, uh, uncaring, obsessed with power wizard. Uh, you know, Gabriel believes that she wouldn't have been, that she had that soft heart and that would have come through. And I think Nick knows, and I know that, you know, Gabriel is maybe giving her too much credit. I don't know if I often delve into characters like this. Um, I probably should have warned you that spoilery. I'll put it in the show notes. Is it spoilery though? Is it really? Um, so anyway, that that's how I feel about the inside of Nick's head. And that this is something that she really knows about herself that she could very easily have gone down that path and, and probably been happy that, you know, that was what she expected to become. Perhaps her 
gentle maman's influence would have had some effect on her. But I think that would have disappeared over time. I think she would have continued to grow right into the mold of her father. Oh, and now I just thought of something. Hold on. See, it's helping to talk this out with all of you. This is what happens with my friends, too, when I ask them questions about my plots and they sit there and listen and then I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for helping me sort this out. And they're like, I literally said nothing. <laughs> so, you know, does Nick make ignorant decisions in Dark Wizard? Yes, she and her mother both do. Uh, but they, they have been kept sheltered and ignorant. Um, they don't get to know a lot of things that only the wizards know, and that's a very deliberate choice by the society. Uh, you know, and so readers who want a protagonist who is fully capable and knows all the things, I mean, sure, yeah, not your cup of tea, not your cup of coffee, that's fine. And I actually don't begrudge the, um, the reviewer having that opinion or, you know, feeling that way about the book. You know, none of that is, uh, but I'm, I'm not going to gleefully like reshare it because I feel protective of Nick and, um, actually it kind of hurts my feelings. <laughs> so that isn't that dumb. Every time somebody says, well, I got frustrated with Nick or I got impatient with her. I'm like, Hey, Nick is trying. Nick, <laughs> Nick is doing her best. She's uh, Nick has had a shit deal. Um, maybe, maybe it's that same thing that, and I've noticed this happens with my, um, female protagonists who are very privileged, um, who are very beautiful or talented or popular or, you know, are trying to put things together and have it not go well for them, that readers are not sympathetic towards that. And it's very interesting to me because it's like, there's this perception that, especially if a woman has physical beauty, that she, um, is, I got that mosquito, <laughs> that she, um, that she doesn't suffer, that everything is is okay for her and it's it's absolutely not true i have known beautiful women um and while some things are easy for them there are other things that are made not made but become massively difficult because and and i explored this a lot with amy and tears of the rose um you know a woman women tend to be objectified anyway in our patriarchal society and a beautiful woman is even further objectified to the point where people tend to not believe that she has humanity that she is not um a person who who can suffer who might aspire to more uh which is really interesting me and 
and it's not just men who think that, you know, the men who want to possess her to have that beauty, but the women who envy her that beauty. So, um, while Nick is not classically beautiful, she did grow up with tremendous amounts of privilege. And maybe that biases people against her. Um, yeah, yeah. But yes, I do feel defensive. I feel protective of Nick, which I think is a funny place to be. I feel protective of her in ways that I don't about other characters. Uh, and I don't think it's because like, I think probably people would want to psychoanalyze and say, well, that there's a lot of me in her. Um, maybe, uh, but not, I don't know. I don't feel like Nick and I have that much in common. Anyway, uh, that was all sort of, a. A tangent, my ruminating on my characters. I don't do things like character interviews or I don't know, character sketches, character art, all those kinds of things. But part of that is because I don't feel the need to interview my characters. I, they're in my head and I know them. Some more than others. So anyway, yeah, I think I may have to do that with this book is do a review of just Nick and Gabriel's uh, POVs and conversations, which <laughs> I feel like I don't have time to do, but we're down to the wire. I could move the release date. I'm trying not to. Um, yeah, I really don't want to, but we'll see how the next few days go. Uh, otherwise, what else is going on? This is, this is all that's going on in my life. Um, do I have anything interesting to tell you all? Longtime listeners will probably recognize this as being like my limited brain space portion of the revision process where I don't have many words for anything else. Um, I haven't added, I haven't added or cut much on this book. Uh, so it's been a different book that way too. I wrote it all the way through and not a lot is changing. Maybe that's part of what's making me paranoid. Who knows? I did go get a manicure yesterday. Is that exciting? Probably not. But if you're on video, you can see that we did this deep blue color and then put this um, glitter on top that has a very, very fine pink glitter in it. So it sort of creates like this little bit of an ultraviolet look. It pleases me. It pleases me greatly. All right. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and talk about my nails. Um, I guess I'll go get to work. I hope you all have a wonderful Tuesday. Um, I hope your brains are more intact than mine. And I will talk to you all on Thursday at which point I hope that you will all be crossing your fingers for me that the revision is complete and that I'm heading into um, out loud proofing. This is what we're going for. Light a candle for me. I appreciate it. And I will talk to you all then. You all take care. Bye bye.